We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Oh, wow. You're actually wearing your hair down tonight. Yeah, because I finally decided that I love my hair. I figured out the solution for my morning frizz, midday poof, and even next day bedhead. It's Frizz E Secret Weapon Touch-Up Cream by John Frieda. Well, you and your hair look flawless. Flawless and touchable. Feel. Oh. See? It's soft. Smooth ends, no flyaways, shiny. Well, I clearly need to get some because your hair looks amazing. Frizz E Secret Weapon. Only from John Frieda. Bruno here with AJ Scholes and as we bring you the Thursday edition of our DFS series of podcasts where we will focus on tonight's slate of 11 NHL games. Before we begin, I would like to remind you to follow me at Statsman22 and you can follow AJ at AJ Scholes24. I'll spell that out. It's A-J-S-C-H-O-L-Z-2-4. You can also look forward to our weekly hockey NHL show called PuckCast with Statsman and AJ, which we record every Tuesday as well. All right, AJ, before we take a look at tonight's schedule and before we consider our FanDuel options, why don't you provide our listeners with some vital information? Yeah, just a reminder to uh, throughout the week, if you have questions about your lineups, fantasy hockey or just hockey in general, uh, to tweet at us. As Paul mentioned, you can follow me at AJ Scholes 24 and you can follow Paul the Statsman at Statsman 22. Great. Well, we got 11 games. AJ, I'll take the folks through our six games that start at seven o'clock and you can handle a later shift. Uh, Sharks at the Bruins opens us up. The Bruins are a favorite at minus 130. I'm not sure I understand that one, AJ. With an over-under of five, uh, the Bruins are in a bit of turmoil, but the Sharks are the road club, I guess. Uh, the Ducks are a favorite of minus 115 at the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, the over-under is also at five for that game. 
The Predators visit the Rangers, where the Rangers are a minus 135 favorite at home, and the over-under is 5.5. Islanders visit the Flyers in a Metro Division clash, where the Flyers are a favorite at minus 125. The over-under is 5.5. The Red Wings visit the league-leading Caps, who are a big favorite here tonight, the biggest one on the board, I'm sure, at a minus 265 with over-under of 5.5. And, and another lopsided favorite shows Columbus hosting Vancouver, though the Canucks aren't as hopeless as we had them pegged early in the season, AJ. And at minus 235, the over-under 5.5, and, and that too is a 7 o'clock start. Take us through the 7.30 tilts. I will make a note of the fact of the first one because I'm not going to be watching that live and in color. I'll be watching it from the comfort of my home, even though the Leafs are home standing tonight. Well, that's sometimes the better place to watch. You can see a little bit more. You get uh, better action on the replay. Uh, so not always a bad thing to be at home. But uh, as Paul mentioned, Blues traveling to Toronto. Uh, Leafs are favored minus 125 with a five and a half over under. Maybe you should go to that game, Paul, with the Leafs favored. Uh, <laughs> Stars will head uh, to Ottawa to play the Senators, who are favored by minus 125. So uh, definitely Vegas keying in on that Dallas goaltending situation, uh, favoring Ottawa instead. Five and a half on the over-under. Kings are slight favorites at minus 110 as they travel to Florida to play the Panthers. A five over-under on that one. My Pens are a minus 220 as they head to the Mile High City to face the Avalanche with a five and a half over-under. And that game's at nine o'clock. And then our other late nine o'clock game, the Canadians uh, also pretty big favorites at minus 175 as they head to arizona to play the coyotes a five over under on that game i hope your your penguins as you say aren't overconfident because look at what montreal did when they went to colorado the other night they laid a massive egg and they got shut out so better luck to your guys tonight <laughs> yeah absolutely well and we talked on on last thursday's show the penguins were minus 210 or i believe that was tuesday's show the penguins were minus 210 and they came up short in the shootout so uh, anything can happen. That's why they got to play the games. You betcha. And we'll be tuning into some of them tonight. Now let's begin our look at our players from each position on the FanDuel board. We'll start as usual with the centers where uh, AJ, there's four guys that are in the 8,000 and up group. That includes Evgeny Malkin, who's injured, but there is some possibility that he might get into the lineup. I'm not sure. We'll have to check back to lineups unless you here uh, have better information, but uh, that's a four-pack that includes two guys from your club. Uh, you want to highlight them and talk about them a bit, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, for starters, Sidney Crosby at 8900 And I know this is a high price, and I, I seem to recommend him every time we're on the air. Um, but this is another matchup that's almost too good to pass on. Uh, in his last five games, he's averaging 16.7 fantasy points. He's tied for the scoring lead. He's top in the league in goals. So it's just hard to argue against him. Um, Evgeny Malkin, as you said, Paul, is injured. He seems to be working his way back, um, but I, I doubt he's in tonight. But in the chance that he is, at 8700 you can save yourself $200 uh, compared to Sid and get that same matchup. And you get a guy who's, uh, when he's in the lineup, is averaging over a point per game. So uh, Evgeny Malkin certainly a, a fantastic option uh, when he's healthy, which I, I don't think is going to be tonight, but definitely one to check back on at rotowire.com. And in this range, you know, I like to look for the guy who's carrying the hot stick. And is there a hotter guy right now among this group than Tyler Sagan? He's got four goals and two helpers in his last six games, scored a beauty against the Leafs the other night in a losing cause, though, I got to say. And he's topped the, he's into double digits in FanDuel play in five of those six contests. So if you're going to take a flyer up here, not a bad guy to go with. And it 
promises to be a bit of a shootout there in Ottawa as these two teams are primed offensively. And then you kind of look at John Tavares every chance he laces him up. This is one of the premier players in the league. He, he plays on what I call a helicopter line in uh, on the island. He rarely has wingers, so uh, <laughs> he has to pretty much do it alone. And uh, he has most most more often than not. And uh, a guy that topped to 20, 24, 25 points twice in, in the last week and a half. So uh, he can explode any time playing upwards of 20 minutes a game for the, uh, for the Islanders. How about we move down a little bit into the next tier, AJ, and you take us into the 7,000 Rangers, a mitt full of guys there that were, are worth considering as well. Yeah, I, I like all, a lot of the talent up here. Um, but for my money, I'm going to go to the bottom of this group, and that's Patrice Bergeron. Uh, he's currently on a five-game point streak, uh, and that has him averaging 23.9 fantasy points uh, during that stretch. You know, he's averaging 19 minutes of ice time per night, and he's firing off 3.8 shots a night, and that's a 6.6 conversion rate. So there's a lot going on well for, for Patrice Bergeron tonight. I think the only concern is he's going up against Martin Jones, uh, in San Jose, most likely hasn't been confirmed yet. Uh, but Jones has dropped his last two in a row, giving up seven goals in those two outings. So uh, could be another tough night for him. I like Patrice Bergeron out of uh, best out of this group, but I really don't think there's a bad option here. Yeah, and I don't want to highlight Evgeny Kuznetsov. I said, is there a hotter stick than uh, than Sagan? Maybe Kuznetsov's carrying it. He's got five goals, three assists in his last six games at $7,100, and he's going to avoid the top checking because that unit will, those units will be facing off against Ovechkin and Backstrom, so he might get a little extra ice and a little extra leeway against a Detroit defense that's uh, become a little bit suspect of late, and certainly the goals against by the two uh, goalies that are healthy, not really helping matters there, so Kuznetsov in, is really in a good spot to possibly light things up tonight, and I can't forget about the Maple Leafs' own Austin Matthews. This guy reached a 25-goal plateau the other night, and uh, he does something special every game, AJ. And I look for him to to be at the forefront of the Leafs' attempt to get revenge on the Blues, who handled them quite easily last week. They they also got revenge the other night against Dallas for a similar situation. So I'm hoping history repeats in Toronto. Let's go to the 6,000 range from 6,800 all the way down and uh, see what you can tell me about that group there. Let's let's break it up a little bit. We've got uh, 10 names from 6,600. Sorry, we got 14 names from 6,200 to 6,800. Let's go through them a bit at a time, noting that Spezza is on the IR for Dallas. He's the only exception here that you will have to avoid, but there's a whole bunch of names in here, AJ. Yeah, I'll go high-low uh, for our listeners here, Paul. So my, my high guy in this, this price range is going to be Alexander Barkov. He picked up an assist in his first game back from injury. He's back on that top line, but perhaps more importantly, he's got Jonathan Huberdeau back with him. So don't be surprised to see these two guys go on a run. Uh, They're playing the Kings, who can be a little bit leaky. Uh, Budai has been great of late. We highlighted him in our stud of the week last week, Um, but he's also been known to have some stinkers out there as well. Um, so Barkov is my high high price option in this uh, price range. For my low option, I like Alexander Wenberg for 6,300. He is riding out a mini slump of no points in his last two, but you know that's uh, he's only failed to score in three or more games twice this season, 
And against a defensively challenged team like uh, Vancouver, who are giving up 2.87 goals per game and allowing 31 uh, shots, I don't expect that slump to get past tonight. Well, and I'm going to go with the guy who really paid off for me last week. That's Ryan Kessler for Anaheim. A lot of people forget that he is the leading scorer on that club, despite the fact they have Perry and Getzlaff uh, on that offense too. But Kessler's been a fantastic add in the second line spot and a real pest to play against as well. He plays a tough game, but he's got the scoring touchback and he's got a good matchup tonight too. So I like that at the $6,700 price tag. Dropping back into that Dallas-Ottawa tussle, I like a piece of Kyle Tourist tonight for $6,200. He's been one of the catalysts offensively for the for the Ottawa team and a big factor on their special teams as well. So two names that I'll add to the mix in that group. All right, AJ, what about the guys in the 5100 to $5,900 range? There's a whole bunch of names here, and uh, I know you want to highlight them. Yeah, so I'll start off with just uh, some of the Rangers here in general. There's three of them in this grouping. Uh, JT Miller at 5,900, Mika Zabinajad at 5,600, and then Kevin Hayes also at 5,600. As a whole, the Rangers are scoring 3.38 goals per game. That's second best in the league. So I think that puts all of these guys in play tonight. Hayes sees more ice time than the other two, um, but Miller is ahead with his point per game average, which is 0.79. So I do give the slight edge to him, but I think any one of those three guys is definitely an option tonight. Uh, And then the other player I'll highlight in this group is David Krejci. For just 5,300, it almost seems like a mistake to me. Uh, He's a second-line center who plays on the power play. Um, You know, he can be a little streaky, so maybe that's why his price tag is so low. In his last couple games, he had a zero. Uh, on FanDuel one night and then 23.7 the next. Uh, but those are a couple of guys in this price range that I really like. And I'll add a couple of guys at the lower end. Uh, I know Joe Thornton's been a staple in San Jose for a long time, but people, some people might forget that he started his career in Boston. I'm sure he remembers it, and he's got to take some delight in the fact that the Bruins are in a, starting to look like they're in a bit of disarray. And he, he will ride into town uh, on the top power play unit, on the top line there. That's a pretty good situation for him to prey on on uh, a reeling Boston club. And I'll, I'll say also, Henrik Sedin is a guy to watch out for. Even though he's got, they got a tough battle in Columbus, he gets first line minutes as well and is obviously a centerpiece on their power play. So if Vancouver's going to get on the board, it's going to be likely through his efforts uh, tonight. So I'll take a piece of him at that $5,100 price. What about some bargain hunting moves below the $5,000 threshold, AJ? Are there any names that leap out to you in that grouping? Yeah, the one that uh, jumped out the most was Radic Faxa for $5,300. Even, you know, with that that lower price tag, he's got a pair of goals uh, in his last four since returning from an injury. And he's also telling nine shots in those contests. So he's definitely not afraid to put uh, pucks on the net. So I I like him for for that lower range. You know, there are certainly a couple other options here. Sean Couture uh, for $4,400 as the Flyers face the Islanders. Uh, they are favored in that matchup, so that's another option there as well. Um, but, yeah, of of all of them, I think Radic Faxa is the guy I would go with tonight. Yeah, and one guy, a couple of guys that I like. I like Nick Bugstead. Florida's situation looks like it's getting in order in terms of the depth on the roster. He's going to try and grab a share of some top six minutes tonight. He's listed as a third-line player, but I think he's going to factor in on the power play there too, and it should be a, a tough tussle, two big clubs there, so power plays could be a factor. William Carlson against Vancouver at $4,200. This is a guy who has... Uh, all, all four of the lines have an offensively uh, 
uh, uh, offensive leaning, and and uh, this could be a lot, an opportunity for some of the some of the bottom six guys to factor into scoring. Not that they're tra- traditional bottom sixers, AJ on this club. There's a lot of depth here in the scoring, which we highlighted on, on Tuesday as well. Yuri Laterra, one of the better playmaking centers against the Leafs tonight for four thousand dollars. If he's working with Tarasenko, to, Tarasenko is a human highlight reel waiting to happen, and and all Laterra has to do is load him up and pick up a couple of assists there to make that pick worthwhile. So uh, let's swing over to the wing position, AJ. There's a whole bunch of guys. There's three guys in about 8,000 plus, including Tarasenko, who I just mentioned. Uh, are you playing or fading these top three fellas? Well, I think I would play Alexander Ovechkin uh, at 8,900. He's potentially facing uh, the young Detroit netminder Jared Corio, although with how bad Mrazek's played of late, uh, that might actually be a harder matchup for him. Um, but it's definitely a matchup that's worth capitalizing on. Pun fully intended there. Uh, Ovi has just uh, one game with fantasy points under 10 in his last 15 outings. So I think what you have here is a hot team facing a cold team. And number eight is probably uh, going to benefit from that. Well, I, I mentioned Tarasenko. I might as well highlight him again here. He's carrying a hot stick into this game. This guy's one of the one of the guys that you got to watch for on the highlights every night. He's just got one of the quickest releases out there. Scored a beauty last week against the Leafs with that quick uh, wrister, and I'm sure he's going to get some chances tonight. There is some question about who the Leafs goalie is going to be. Uh, the starting goalie Anderson's been struggling of late, so that might factor into this pick a little bit. The backup guy, McElhinney, looked really good the other night, and it might be a good time to double up on him here. Uh, what about in the 7000 range, up to $7,600, AJ, from seventy-one to $7,600? let us let us have a look there. Yeah, I really like Phil Kessel tonight. And, you know, even to uh, you know, a Penn superfan like myself, Phil the Thrill has very quietly put up uh, as many points as Ovechkin so far this season. They've, they're both sitting at 50, and I think that's largely unnoticed because he's the third highest scorer on his own team even with uh, Malkin out and uh, numbers have kind of dropped in his last two he had eight fantasy points and zero um, but that will only serve to kind of depress his ownership just a little bit I think with the matchup he's a certainly a a great play tonight I do want to give our listeners one uh, non-penguin non-leaf option uh, because I know you and I love to pick our teams and Max Pacioretty at 6,500 I think fills that void Uh, A minor hiccup for him with no points in his previous two outings. Uh, But on the year, he's averaging 0.8 points per game. And he leads all Montreal forwards with 1903 of ice time. So if you uh, if you want to avoid the the homer tint from myself, especially and and even a little bit from Paul, when we talk about our pens and our leaves, Max Pacioretty might be the guy to look to. And I'll also highlight Brad Marchand in this range. You know, I had to do a double take when I realized he's fourth or fifth in the league scoring right now. He's got 10 points in his last five games. Uh, the hottest shooter on the entire board and yet he's nowhere near the top of the board here he's he's uh, in the middle of the pack at the 7500 mark averaging 15.5 FanDuel points per game but he's been above that in four of the last five tilts well above that actually so if uh, somebody's going to hold defend the flag for Boston I'll put my money on Marshawn tonight and we go down to the 6000s AJ we'll take that range and have a look from 
say 66 to 6,900. There's 10 names there, including a pretty flashy Maple Leaf winger that I got to talk about, or maybe you will. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I think I'm going to steal your thunder on this one, Paul. Mitch Marner, 6,800. And a lot of my reason for picking him tonight, other than the obvious, is that I think the Robbie Fabry injury is going to catch up with the Blues. Uh, They haven't shown it yet, but this is going to be their fourth game in six days. Uh, And so that really leads me to Marner. He's got seven points in his last five, which includes a goal last time he went up against St. Louis. So he's a great option there. Uh, I do also like David Pasternak tonight uh, for Boston as they head to uh, San Jose. He's 6,800. He's been doing uh, moving around the lineup a little bit. So you might want to double check where he's going to be. But as long as he's in a top six role, I think he can continue to produce as well. Yeah, and I look at this list, and and, uh, on FanDuel, they highlight the projections that we have on our website uh, for our positions and and the rosters. There's no fewer than five guys on the wings wings in this range who factor in as first-line wingers. But I want to take a look at the matchups first before I go to uh, spend money here. And I like Alexander Radulov's matchup against Arizona. For Montreal, the Canadians are reeling a little bit, but this is an opportunity for them to right the ship. And Radulov seems to be at the center of much of their offensive late, so I really like that price tag there. Mike Felino, Nick Felino in uh, Columbus, first line winger there against Vancouver. Not the strongest team overall, but Columbus is deep from top to bottom, and Felino will factor into the power play as well, so good value there. And then one of the more dynamic power plays in the league still belongs to Philadelphia, and Jacob, Jacob Voracek is a key part of that against an Islander team that, uh, again, is pretty weak on the special teams. Let's go down to the rest of the 6,000s, AJ, taking us down to the $6,000 mark with a mitt full of choices in this range, too. Yeah, Paul, for me, I'll highlight another guy who's on a torrid pace, and that's Patrick Marlowe who's coming in at 6,500. He's averaging 23.4 fantasy points during his seven-game point streak. He's not seeing quite as much ice time as guys like Pavelski and Thornton, but he's certainly getting the job done there in San Jose. Uh, And then I did talk a little bit about the Rangers before. Chris Kreider is in this group at 6,400. That's another Ranger if you want to take advantage of that. And he's looking like he'll get top line minutes tonight as well. And one guy who's on fire, and it's a bad thing when he faces his former club, is Alex Steen, Alexander Steen. He had a big night last week when I picked him in this same show uh, for that night's games, and I expected him to double down. He's got 12 points in his last 10 games, six goals, six assists, and he's a guy who plays the defensive side of the game very well. So he'll get some shots on goal. He'll get some blocks. This guy's a real good pickup at $6,400. I really like that one. And then I'll also add maybe Evander Kane for Buffalo. This guy has been playing very 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 well of late his price tag doesn't reflect where he probably should be valued based on the scoring exploits recently he gets an anaheim team that's visiting and it's always tough for the western club when they come east and i'm thinking that buffalo gives the ducks hand all kinds of trouble and kane will be at the center of that tonight for them let's dip below the 6,000 mark aj and take a look at the range let's say from uh, say 5600 to 6,000. there's 12 names in this group Yeah, well, the one that most needs to be highlighted here, in my opinion, is Jonathan Huberto coming in probably for the first and last time at $6,000. He's, you know, got just one game under his belt this season, but he did pot a goal in that outing. You know, this is a guy that in the past two seasons has put up over 50 points on the year. He certainly won't reach that number just because he doesn't have enough games to do it. 
but I would not expect him to be any less than maybe uh, 20 goals, I think is definitely doable. He'll pair back up with Barkov. He's on that first line. He's going to see power play minutes. So if you have a chance like you do tonight to get Jonathan Huberdeau for 6,000, I think you have to take it. I would definitely put this up as, as maybe a chalk play tonight. His ownership could be pretty high. Um, but if you miss out on him, it could find you out of the money. And uh, be wary of the injury bug. It's bit uh, Brendan Gallagher hard. He's out for a long time. So don't go taking him at $5,600. There's a big red markup on the FanDuel board that'll remind you. Same thing goes for Connor Sheary, who's upset the forward uh, makeup in your, uh, on your favorite club. In this grouping, I love Braden Shen, uh, AJ. He plays a very physical game. He'll be at home in this uh, heated rivalry tonight with the Islanders. They got home ice advantage. He'll get uh, lesser checking up options against him. For $5,800, I'll take a piece of that action every time. Jakob Silverberg for the visiting Ducks. This guy is a guy who's got a lot of tricks in his bag, and uh, he brings them to Buffalo tonight. If the Sabres are to be overmatched, it'll be because the uh, skill of the Ducks takes over in this game, and Silverberg might be at the center of that at $5,700. A guy who's rounding into form slowly, but when he, when he catches fire, he's going to be something to see is Tyler Toffoli. This guy is one of the better wingers in hockey, but he's coming back from an injury situation, just getting his legs now for the Kings. And at $5,700, he's slowly being worked into the top six. And, and this could be a nice matchup for him against the Florida team that's been underperforming much of the season. What about the bottom half of this group, AJ? Just 5,100 to 5,500. What do you like in this group? There's a whole bunch of names here too. Yeah, there's a handful of first-line projected guys you can pick up here. Uh, William Nylander, Gabriel Landeskog, uh, Anders Lee, David Backus, or uh, Louis Erickson. But out of that group, I like David Backus the best. Um, it looks like you know he's, his time on the second line has finally come to an end. I think Backus uh, will, I think that will hold. That's based off practice yesterday, but I think that'll probably hold and he'll be on that top line with Marchant and Bergeron. And I think lining up with those two talented guys is really the only reason to consider uh, a guy who's got just one helper in his last 12 games. So this is definitely a low ownership guy that could really help you, especially uh, in GPP tournaments. I, I would expect him uh, back on that top line to be able to produce something that we haven't seen out of him as late. And so a lot of other guys might overlook him and uh, pursue other options. And I'll, I'll say two more in this group are from the same team, the Washington Capitals. This is a team that, I, as I said, is firing on all cylinders and they're facing a Detroit team that isn't. So Andre Burakoski and Justin Williams are both worth, worth a look. In fact, I expect they'll both play on the same line in between and around uh, their 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 super center uh, that really is leading scorer on that team. When you get past Backstrom, don't forget about the number two guy there. So the the attraction is Burakovsky and Williams on a second unit that will not get the scoring, uh, the defensive coverage from the opposition there, making them attractive. Let's dip down to the mine, uh, the five thousand and below, and uh, see if we got some value players players here that can make some money for our listeners. Well, for my first one, I'm actually going to steal this one from you, Paul. Uh, on Tuesday, you highlighted Chris Kunitz. He's still down in this price range at 4800 uh, I think you used him in your lineup Tuesday. I know he potted a goal against the Flames and seems to not have missed a step as he slides back up to the top line alongside Sid the Kid. Uh, so that matchup as well factors in. Marcus Johansson, 4700 for all the same reasons that you just talked about the other Capitals on the wings. Uh, Johansson has finally shaken off a, a seven game pointless streak with back to back nights in which he got a goal and an assist. 
And as I, as we both mentioned earlier, the struggling wings, they're allowing 2.92 goals per game. So I really like Johansson at a discount discounted 4,700. And then the last option I'll throw in here is Andrew Shaw at 4,000. Now I'm picking him purely based on the matchup. Montreal are heading to play the league's third most inept defense in the Coyotes. And Shaw has had minimal impact this year, but this might be a matchup where he can finally pop one. And one of the top values on the entire board shows up in this range for me, AJ. I'm highlighting Thomas Hurdle. He's going to be in my lineup for tonight's game for sure at $4,900. He's factoring in as a first-line play alongside Thornton and Pavelski. And uh, they've been waiting for this guy to come back, and and they immediately put him into the first line to show everybody what they think of him and what the possibilities might be. I think he preys on a a disorganized body. Boston club tonight and I'll also add Max Domi who doesn't doesn't show as a projected player tonight keep an eye on this situation because I'm hearing that he may be ready to go for Arizona but do double back to the rotowire and check the lineups later today to see if that is in fact a possibility because if it is he's one of the guys that's going to going to try to defend home turf against the the reeling Montreal Canadiens who come into town tonight Let's move over to the rear guards, AJ, and we'll take a look at a group at the top where, of course, Brett Burns is all, all by himself in the 8,500 range. I'll ask you a player fade him, but then there's a few other guys just below him that merit, merit, merit consideration. Let's take the guys from Drew Doughty at $6,100 right up to Burns at 85. Give me your thumbnail on these guys. Yeah, I mean, given the matchups, the three guys at the top here and Burns, Carlson, and Latang are, are all great options. I mean, Burns is going to score. It's just a matter of fitting him into your price, uh, your lineup at at that 8,500 price. Carlson's uh, Carlson's facing off against the Stars, who are just leaking goals. So at 7,200, you could probably get similar production. And then we've highlighted the Penguins matchup, and Latang goes up against Colorado. Um, If you can fit one of them in, I think all three are solid options. I'm a little more hesitant to uh, use Roman Yossi or Drew Doughty uh, just because their matchups aren't quite as great. So uh, I might either either I'm going to go high with those three Burns, Carlson or Latang and figure out how to make that work or I'll spend elsewhere and go lower than Yossi and Doughty. Yeah, you can certainly make a case for these guys. The guy that I would fade of all of them is Roman Yossi, just not putting it together. He must miss Shea Weber a heck of a lot. Things haven't really worked out but with him and Subban either, so they're, they're each anchoring a defense pair, and it's really cost their offensive side of the game, so I definitely fade him against a pretty responsible Rangers team. Doughty I could certainly make a case for just because he's getting first-line minutes as, as everybody else is in this range, save for Yossi, and he gets the power play quarterback role too against the Florida club. L.A. can ice some really talented guys up front, so that's a dangerous mix and possibilities there. Why don't we take a look then from the next grouping, let's say from Shea Weber on down uh, in the 5,000 range, in the high 5,000. Let's take a look at those guys, A.J. Yeah, Weber, I think, is is a solid option here. Uh, he appears to be missing Yossi as well right now. He's on a five-game pointless streak, and I think that's why his price tag is dipped below 6,000. But they're matching up against Ki- the Coyotes, Uh, another goal fest of a team so that should hopefully help him to get back on track Uh, the other player i like here is kevin shattenkirk for 5700 the downside is he's on a seven game goalless streak but during that stretch he's got five helpers 
so the turmoil surrounding the coaching change could shy people away from using him, which would lower his ownership a little bit. But I wouldn't expect it to be drastically low based on the fact that even when he's not scoring goals, he is still picking up assists. Yeah, and a couple of guys I'll fade in this group, I'll say, are Klingberg and Krug. Neither one of them playing very well of late. Uh, I saw Klingberg live and in color against the Leafs the other night. He was almost invisible, and uh, I wouldn't pay $5,800 on him and Krug for that struggling Bruins outfit. Uh, again, he's pretty much up and down, so there are better options even in this range. Let's go into the low 5000 AJ, and take us right down to the $5,000 mark. Yeah, I, I won't harp on the Pens matchup and Justin Schultz, but he is a good option in this uh, in this grouping. Outside of him, I think uh, Zach Wierinski for 5400 He is pointless in his last three, but he's still firing shots on goal. Nine total in those last three games. And this uh, little mini uh, setback or drought, if you want to call it that, comes after a 5.4 game hot streak. So I think he's got a good matchup tonight against Vancouver, and I think it's uh, prime for him to kick off another deep scoring run. And a guy that I'll add is one of the hotter sticks in this range is Seth Jones. Six points in his last five games, AJ. He uh, used to make the highlight reels for some of his fighting earlier on, but this guy, don't forget, was a very high draft pick a couple of years ago, and he's really starting to come into his own uh, on a very deep Columbus team. So I love that situation there. Colton Pareko against the Leafs. I'm scared of this guy, I'll say, because this could be a showcase situation. He's been linked. He's one of the guys that is uh, possibly out there in trade talks. You never, you ever, never, never know with the high end that St. Louis has on that blue line. So they'll be looking at him. They'll be looking at Shattenkirk and. And Pareko's a guy with size and, and strength and a big shot who could go off tonight against the Maple Leafs uh, at the $5,000 plateau. And another guy that I like is the Buffalo Sabres power play quarterback, uh, Rasmus Ristolainen, first-line guy. You're not, not seeing too many first-line guys in this, this low, and the price range is on the blue line. So you've got to take a look whenever you see one, and he's averaged over 12 points per game in FanDuel play. So always worth a nod in that direction. And uh, former Penguin, I'll get it right this week, Matt Niskanen uh, will lead off our talk in the minus 5,000 range. I'll throw him out there as a guy I'm considering in the bargain basement range, AJ, just because of the matchup against the, uh, the Red Wings. Who do you like also in this sub $5,000 range? Yeah, I mean, as the saying goes, Paul, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that definitely applies to Matty Niskanen here. Uh, he did uh, get in my lineup Tuesday, notched a pair of helpers, four shots and a block. And I expect similar things for for him coming out of there. You mentioned first line value guys that you can find lower. Uh, Cam Fowler is projected to be on Anaheim's top line as they play Buffalo. He's forty eight hundred. Uh, ha- not quite as productive as some of the other uh, guys that we've highlighted, but this is a matchup potentially worth taking a look at. Uh, Anaheim's by no means one of the you know power scoring teams right now. Um, but the Sabres also have some questions in goal of their own. So uh, a player to at least keep an eye on and maybe take a take a look at for your lineup tonight. Well, I am putting him in my lineup for sure. And I'm also going to include one of your favorites on Pittsburgh. That's Trevor Daly. This guy missed their playoff run last year. But I remember he was a pretty good power play defenseman on Dallas. And he's shown when he's got the opportunity in Pittsburgh. He's getting some time with uh, Chris Letang as well. So I love that opportunity should it shape up tonight on a regular shift and uh, I'll take a piece of that action against Colorado. I'm kind of surprised he didn't mention that one. (laughs) (laughs) What about in the Nets, AJ? Let's take it from the top and uh, look at the guys in the 9,000-plus range. There's about 
six names up there. Uh, are you playing the, that group or fading them? Is, or is there a guy that jumps out and says, you've got to have them for sure? Uh, it's so hard to ignore Braden Holpe here with the, the matchup. You know, we highlighted the, the uh, money line on this game. It's outrageous at a minus 265. Sure, he's 9,700. So fitting him into your lineup is going to be really tough. Uh, and you're going to have to use a lot more of the value plays that, that Paul highlighted, Paul and I highlighted throughout. But Destroy- Detroit are struggling. Washington's offense is picking up. And Holpe is on a six-game winning streak. So I, it's hard to argue against him. I know that price tag is intimidating, but this is where the Rotowire lineup optimizer can really help you. Uh, you could go in, lock in Hopi as your goaltender, and it'll help you build a, a lineup around him. So uh, definitely a tool to utilize if you want to use Brayden Hopi tonight. And I know we're all about some matchups too, but one guy that I'm fading in this group is, is Carey Price. Uh, he's allowed three or more goals in more than half of his last eight games. I think it's five out of the last eight. So I'm not liking that. I don't think he's going to face a lot of shots. So that translates into a possibly a low point total tonight. Should he yield a couple of markers against the low hanging uh, fruit that is the Arizona Coyotes? I'd rather take a look at a a guy like a Matt Murray who's been delivering more often than not. He gets another soft matchup against Colorado. That team is not to be taken lightly, though. So uh, it's a cautionary note there as well. Martin Jones, the guy I love, at $9,100 against the Bruins. Again, these are all contingent on your ability to fill them, in, fit them in, considering the, the cost, the price tag. It might be affordable, more affordable to go down a little bit more, and so we will take a look at some of the names. Let's take, there's a group of nine players in the Nets between eighty-five dollars to $8,700, A.J., yeah, I'll start off with Sergei Bobrovsky at 8,500. He's had a real tough four-game stretch in which he's given up four goals in each of those contests. Um, but it is important to consider that three of those losses were on the road where Bob has performed slightly worse. At home, he's 17-5-0 with a 1.92 goals against average. And so he gets the home stand tonight. And so for that, you know, he did just get a win and kind of shook the monkey off his back on Tuesday. So I expect to see the Bobrovsky at home uh, back with Columbus. Uh, And then the other guy here uh, in this price range is Roberto Luongo for 8,500. He hasn't been the same dominant netminder we got used to last season, but he has his offense back in Huberto and Barkov. So while I wouldn't uh, expect a shutout or anything outrageous like that, I would imagine he should be able to get the win behind some of that talented offense and uh, behind a talented offense we talked about Columbus at least I did earlier in the show and Sergei Bobrovsky takes advantage of that more often than not piling up the wins he's got a good shot a shot at the same thing tonight against the visiting Vancouver club I mentioned that he, uh, western clubs to coming traveling east thing and uh, Columbus is a, as tough and out at home as any team in the league at $8,500 is a great value play and he makes it into my lineup I'll leak that information now uh, for later uh, let's take it down then uh, to the bottom. 81, 84 to 8,100 first. There's a, a group of eight names there before we go bargain hunting. Yeah, I don't love any of the starters here in this group. So um, the the only guys that I would maybe use would have to be surprise starts. I don't expect either of them to be in. And that's Marc-Andre Fleury at 8,400 and Al Montoya at 8,400. Those are the only two guys I would use in this group. 
if they're in the lineup, which I'm certainly not expecting. So as a whole, I think I would avoid uh, this set of players here. The only one that I might take a peek at is Mike Condon. Should he get the start for Ottawa? That's just based on the inconsistency that I've seen out of Dallas. They, they are a team that's capable of scoring four or five goals or a team that have, uh, shoots blanks. They shot blanks against the Leafs the other night, but that was more a case of Mechelen coming up big in goal, I think, on a 40-shot effort. But uh, if they don't fire on all cylinders, it'll be because of another big night by Condon. Maybe the only attractive piece at $8,300 there. Jake Allen comes into town against the Leafs, but uh, he's been blowing hot and cold. And uh, so I I might stay off him just because of that inconsistency as well. I think the the better value plays are are up a little bit higher that we just highlighted in the previous range. Anybody in the sub-8,000 range worth a look in your mind, AJ? No, there's really not, Paul. I mean, the guys you might consider have uh, pretty tough matchups tonight. Jared Corio for Detroit looks like he's starting, but he's up against Washington. You got Anders Nilsson's been confirmed for Buffalo, um, but that's another bad matchup. The Dallas starter uh, looks like it'll be uh, letting in, but it could be Niemi as well. Both those guys are, are struggling uh, pretty mightily. And then Calvin Picard for Colorado, he's the cheapest option here at 6,400. He has already been confirmed. Yeah. But he faces off against that Penguins team uh, that's the best offense in the league right now. So there's not any options for me that I like lower. Unfortunately, tonight, I think you're going to have to pay up in that closer to 8,500 range for a netminder. Yeah, the only guy that I might take a piece of in this range is Steve Mason, AJ. It looks like he's projected for Philadelphia at home against the Islanders. Uh, Islanders, not the most intimidating or deep offensive arsenal around there, but they'll play a physical game against a team that likes to play it that way too. And who knows which way the chips will fall. He is probably my best bet in this entire range. And that brings us to the point where we got to take a look at what the uh, Roto... Before we choose our own lineups and share them with you, we want to show what the uh, Rotowire Optimizer tool has come up with for tonight's games, AJ. Yeah, so I, I'll highlight some of those projection systems I've talked about in the past tonight. I wanted to use a, a combination of two of them to build the lineup optimizer, one of which is that money line uh, adjuster. So I had it set to only give me teams or guys that were on teams that were favored. And then I also set the power play to be uh, line two or higher. So uh, what we're looking at is what the optimizer comes up for teams that are favored tonight and guys that are going to see power play minutes. And so here's what it spit out after that. Uh, Starts off in center, uh, a heavy favorite of Boston here, David Krejci for 5,300 and Ryan Spooner at 4,600. And then on the wings, it does go with Alexander Ovechkin for that 8,900 price tag. And then Mike Hoffman and Bobby Ryan, both of Ottawa. Uh, Hoffman's 6,800, Ryan's 5,100. And they're facing Dallas, who gives up a ton of goals. And then uh, I talked about his matchup a little bit earlier, but the lineup optimizer goes back with Boston and Frank Vetrano on the wings for 4,200. Uh, so that's another solid option. And then defensively, uh, the optimizer likes that Eric Carlson matchup. Again, Ottawa against Dallas. You can see it's heavy on that one he's 7200 and then uh shane ghost is bear for f- the flyers he practiced on the power play lines uh so it looks like he might be finally shaking out uh or getting out of the doghouse rather and should be in the lineup tonight and he's just 4200 but you're definitely going to want to check and make sure he's not still a healthy scratch uh, and then finally the optimizer's backstop is going to be henrik lundquist as he faces off against nashville he's 8700 
Boy, the flexibility of that optimizer tool is really something. I've played around with it a lot, too, and, and it really gives you some good value if you just monkey around with it. If you just went straight with what it recommended off the top, like I did initially, it gives you a whole host of Colorado guys. I didn't like the makeup of that group, so I much more prefer the lineup that you just came up with. But I also feel better about the lineup that I came up with for tonight, and let's get into that, AJ, where we share our, our looks at the lineups. Who do you have starting at center? Surprise me with the, one of the centers, at least, will you? I'll, I'll surprise you with one, but it's not going to be the first one. It's Sidney Crosby, 8,900. Uh, I, I really want our listeners to know this isn't just because I love the Penguins. The matchup is a great matchup tonight against Colorado. So uh, it, it has more to do with the matchup than my, my homerism, I promise you. And then the <laughs> other side of that is David Krejci for Boston at 5,300. Uh, I, I highlighted him earlier. I think for the value you're getting at, at that price tag, I think is just too good to pass up on. Uh, Paul, how do your centers stack up? Well, I'm going to go with the first liner in Columbus at $6,300. That's Alexander Wenberg. I love the price tag on this guy for a number one center on a really good team. You can't do much better than that in terms of saving some money and getting good bang for your buck in a favorable matchup. And I'll pair him with Kyle Touris, a guy who's playing top six minutes and also factoring in on the power play and really piling up the points in the last month for Ottawa. He gets that matchup against Dallas, which is not a team that plays well on the defensive side of the puck. So the possibilities are pretty good that he turns up on the score sheet tonight. Four wingers of choice, AJ. Yeah, so I highlighted Jonathan Huberdeau as being a borderline chalk play tonight. I think you have to use him, and I'm going to for 6,000. You know, he's got one game and one goal so it's hard to argue against that uh going lower than for value since i did spend a little higher at center i went to chris kunitz paul i'll give you the the props for this one you picked him on tuesday i did not and i don't want to miss out on him again as he gets back on sid's top line marcus johansson for 4700 washington heading to detroit i think is a a great option and then david back is for boston 5300 This is the riskiest pick I have on my lineup today. He could throw another uh, goose egg out there, but I think this matchup will help him get back on track. And I think being back on that top line should at least get him an assist, if not a goal. Well, uh, how do your wings stack up? And, well, talk about getting on track. Montreal is desperate for a win, and when they, whenever they get desperate, they point to their captain. And I'm going to point to him tonight, too. Max Pacioretta at $7,500 is a very good option for me to play against uh, uh, as he's against the homestanding Coyotes in a game Montreal has to get. So he'll factor in, I'm sure. Alex Steen, I'm sure I expect him to factor in tonight against my Leafs. He always does. $6,400. That's money in the bank, folks. He's going to do it, I, I'm sure, as I'm sitting here. Braden Shen, $5,800, a top six forward who's going to be part of the power play that they can field out there, one, one of the more dynamic ones and more talent-laden than any other in the league for $5,800. Good value play there. Thomas Hurdle, I spoke to about him, a first-line winger who gets to play with the two Joes in San Jose and another favorable matchup against Boston. That might be my best value play on the board. I'll repeat that one. And then uh, I spoke about guys that are going to be spotlighted tonight uh, in Toronto. One of them is a guy you're going to talk about on defense, I'm sure. Yeah, Kevin Shattenkirk heading uh, into your your hometown, 5,700. I I like what he's been doing lately. I'm hopeful he'll get a goal, um, but I'll take the assists if if that's what it takes uh, to get into the money. And then the other guy like Zach Wierinski, 5,400 for Columbus. Another guy I talked about earlier, uh, Vancouver is uh, not as bad as we thought they were going to be, but they're still not a top team, and the Blue Jackets certainly are. 
Uh, so I like the matchup there as well. Uh, how did your blue line shake out, Paul? Well, I went cheap on the blue line, but I found, as I said, a couple of guys that I really like. Cam Fowler playing first line minutes, also getting the power play shift. In Anaheim, you talk about a talent-laden power play. They can throw Getzlaff and Perry out there. I'd take just the three of those guys on the power play and take my chances. They get to put two more guys on the ice. So uh, I like Fowler in that circumstance. He's, he's had an explosive offensive season compared to what we've seen from him earlier in his career, yet he's showing up at only 4800 bucks. Then Trevor Daly, a guy I've liked for a long time. He's in the Pittsburgh situation. As I said, he might get minutes with Latang tonight and also power play time. So that's another cheap value play at $4,500 that could pay off, pay off big. And in goal, AJ, this is where we spend our money. So uh, make your case. Yeah, Sergei Bobrovsky, 8500 for Columbus. I highlighted a little bit how you know he just seems to uh, perform significantly better at home. And so he gets that home uh, stand tonight. And, and I just think he's too good to pass up in this price tag. And we talked about how all the lower options uh, aren't really that great. I didn't want to shell out all the way up for for that uh, Holpe or, you know, Matt Murray has a good matchup. You talked about uh, concerns about Carey Price. So I think Bob Rossi falls right in the middle of those two and I think is a great option tonight. And I think you agree, Paul. Well, I do. And the last time we agreed was last week, and the goalie we picked pitched a shutout. So I'm taking my chances that we history repeats tonight. It's that much of a favorable matchup and one that screams great value, even at that high price. So we'll both go with the Columbus goalie, and I'm sure we're going to come out smelling like a rose in this one. <laughs> uh, before we sign off, and we'll tease our next show on Tuesday, where we go into a little more detail on news and notes around the league, the Las Vegas factor is creeping into the upcoming trade deadline, AJ. Uh, I want to talk, talk about that for a second, because in Ottawa, I heard this overnight that they were talking about uh, the situation with Dion Phaneuf. He's got four years left on a contract that pays him $7 million a year. They want to get out from under that in a big way. And maybe that's, that's a guy who can go over to Vegas and be a headliner in Las Vegas. There's no secret that Phaneuf likes the limelight, and he could be captain material out there. They'll need a guy, a couple of salaries to reach the cap floor, and this might be a situation that just makes, makes good sense for both teams, AJ. So uh, we'll take a look at situations like this and elsewhere around the league i know you have another related thought on your mind yeah it's not only going to be the the trade deadline that's going to be effective but i think we're going to see a lot of minor uh contracts as as teams shore up guys that they can expose you know they have to expose so many guys that have played so many games and are under contract and in two of those situations alex stalock for the minnesota wild he's a netminder you probably haven't heard of and probably won't hear much of but they needed to sign him in order to have somebody that could that they could expose to to the expansion draft. And then Justin Falk for the Sabres, a, a defenseman there. Both guys got uh, $650,000 contracts. Both are probably really only signed uh, in order to get uh, up to those requirements of having guys available. So we'll see it both at the trade deadline, what teams do, as well as free agent signings, I think. So there we go. We're teasing a topic that we'll cover in more detail next Tuesday. And uh, we've given you our best bets for lineups on FanDuel Play. Hope you have fun with that. So that's it in our breakdown for the best FanDuel Plays for Thursday's NHL schedule from me, Paul Bruno, who you can follow at Statsman22, and AJ Scholes, who's a great follow at AJ Scholes24. We encourage you to send us your fantasy hockey questions, and we'll do our best to respond quickly. And a lot of people are taking advantage of that, folks. So keep up with the Joneses, as they say. And we'll look forward to our Tuesday podcast with a full review of news and notes from around the NHL. So long, everybody. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.